Good morning. Hope you are all good. It is happy Wednesday. Wednesday. So, speaking of which, Wednesday, often called hump day. A bit like when we say Monday blues. Be careful what we use with our language. And that's a bit about what I'm going to talk about today. Because the language we use will sometimes dictate the how we feel. And, you know, there's stuff out there. People, you know, people will rate their lives worse on a Monday, better on a Friday, even though nothing's changed other than their perceived perception of what the day means to them. Interesting. Anyway, I want to go on to something that's happened this week. And like I always say, this, these videos aren't just like my ideas. These are stemmed from working with lots of people, asking getting questions asked, answering them and going over discussions. And I feel that if someone's asked this, someone else is probably going to be thinking it too. So the first one I want to tackle today is I've only lost a pound. I'm quite disappointed. The key thing to remember with this and, and something I go over all the time is why in, in the Kickstart book that we send you at the start of the Kickstart, there are really simple habits and process targets to follow in terms of food habit, fitness habit, self-care habit, checking in with your benefits card. Now, the reason I'm bringing this up, and I want to share this quote with you first before I even go into this to give you some context. And this was in a presentation I did last night in our Kickstart. So you don't have to lose loads of weight to see the benefits. Losing just 5% of your starting weight lowers your cholesterol, reduces your risk of heart disease, stroke and diabetes, and may even improve your sleep and energy levels too. In our research, People who focused, people who focused on simply losing the next five percent succeeded in ninety-seven percent of cases. People who focused on losing more only succeeded forty percent of the time. Now, this is also in our book. To remind you here that, and this is Samuel Klein, um, director of Washington University Center of Human Nutrition. Now, this is just to remind you in here about the habits, small habits in here that. And to remind you that one pound a week means, okay, in, in, in the week you might think, yeah, one pound, a bit disappointed with that. But if you'll notice that if you've done like a few exercise sessions, that means you've got fitter. That means you've increased the chances that you're going to get stronger. You've improved, you've flooded your brain with endorphins, not to mention mental health, hunger, muscle, which we know is great for aging, bone density, making everyday tasks easier, whether that's climbing stairs, getting up and down from a chair, posture, blood sugar levels, diabetes risk, cardiovascular risk, as all of them, that's regardless of weight loss, but you've still lost a pound. Now, a pound can come on and off quite easily. There's no secret with that. Now, consider that you lose a pound a week for a year, all of a sudden you've lost over two stone. Consider how you feel then if you lost over two stone. That would be well above the average weight loss in the most successful trials of people who keep it off. Now consider, and there was a study recently, and I will quote um, some of this from what we did last night. Consider that in one study, people lost 12.2 kilos. Now I'll get this up for you so you can see if you're listening... I'll be reading it anyway. Hey, Debbie. So consider in here, people lost 12.2 kilos in 153 days. Average weight gain after year one, 
53%. Year two, 84%. But why? Why do you think this? Did they, they starve themselves, their metabolism? Now, there's a few ideas around this, and I'll, I'll explain it now. The key one that comes up every time is a lack of support. The more support someone gets, whether that's accountability partner, whether that's other half being on board, friends, or whether that's just getting someone to partner with when they're doing it, or a coach being accountable to someone, is the key thing. Education, knowledge around it. But also, education around things like muscle. We know that muscle is 20% more dense than fat, so you could lose, you could, you could lose a kilo of, of body fat, gain a kilo of muscle, so your weight is the same, yet you could be 20% smaller, theoretically. Yet you step on the scales, you're only a pound down. Even though you've exercised, stimulated muscle, got stronger, decreased your risk of all these diseases, improved bone density, made everyday tasks easier, helped control hunger, which we know muscle does. But also, it's a reminder that loss of muscle will slightly reduce our metabolism a little bit, but more so being aware of our movement when we're on a diet. Are we finding it so hard on a diet that we just move less, which then means we're counteracting what we're doing with our food? Are we better nourishing our body more? Are we then overeating in the evening? There's, that's where that lack of support comes in. Now, consider this. I'm going to share my screen again. These are, these are really cool reminders of how to approach this. Those that kept it off at two years were 50% less likely to regain. Not a quick fix. Those that kept it off at five years, 71% less likely to regain. Can you see how the body loves habits? How we love to get into habits and routine? Between year four and year eight, not school years, don't worry. Year four and year eight after, huge stabilizing effect. Basically, basically, if you got that far, your habits were so deep in, you're off. You were off and you were good. And we're doing an accountability challenge at the start, in the morning. Every morning at the moment, I come on, what are you going to do today? Put your, put your attention on your intention. Put your attention on your intention every day. Such a simple thing. One thing I could do today that if I did, everything else would become easier or unnecessary. What one thing could I do today that if I did, everything else would be easier or unnecessary? Exercise for me. If I exercise or bet by 10, one of them two things is definitely the most important. I'm still undecided. But everything else is easier. I don't have to juggle everything. I just have to juggle one thing. That's how those habits are brought in. Now, the important thing to remember here is you might find yourself writing the same thing. But consider that we often repeat negative habits every day. Morning, Marie. Consider we actually repeat negative habits every day, but we don't question them. We're going to have to do some habits, so why not do the habit that you choose? Otherwise, in, in, even if it's challenging, consider this. If you don't choose your challenges, challenges will just automatically come to you. So wouldn't you rather just choose them? Now, the second part of this was um, around once I eat one chocolate, I kind of want the whole bar. And this is a really interesting belief that we have. And... It says a lot about maybe the diets we've done in the past where there's been a lot of restriction quite often. And this can take some rebuilding. And actually, if you do feel like that, it might be a time to really not really care about weight loss right now and just consider developing a better relationship with food, which will then allow you to probably hit your weight loss journey in the future. Now, 
if you feel that's the case, consider do you, does eating one mean you eat the whole bar or the whole thing because you believe that? So because you believe that, when you do it, you we love being right. Consider a human being loves being right. How do I know? Well, I can have a really good debate with anyone, but when it's a debate with a loved one, consider how you have to be right. Interesting. Um, more on that another day. Uh, domestic. Uh, so consider that we love being right. We would almost rather be unhappy, uh, unhappy and right and happy and wrong. I'll repeat that. We'd almost rather just really deep down look at some of the decisions we make. We would rather be unhappy and right than happy and wrong. So consider that the language we use, I have no willpower. I am tired all the time. I don't, I can't do it. All these phrases that we use, I'm lazy. Our brain will love to be right and we love to be right. So morning, Juanita. So we look for confirmation of these things. We look for confirmation that we are lazy, have no willpower. Just like we look for confirmation that if I eat one, I have to eat the whole bar. That's just what I do. See, we have a strategy. If I eat one, I have permission to eat the whole bar. If we believe that really strongly, it almost makes eating one even more desirable. Because I know if I eat one, yes, I get the whole thing. My point here is just to question that belief quite a lot. Whether the issue is that we believe it or the issue is actually the thing. Now, what I would suggest in this situation is, that might sound weird, is actually having the food that you feel that when you can only eat one, you eat the whole bar, at a time when you have more willpower. Because I can pretty much guarantee that when this happens, it's normally later in the day, willpower's a bit lower, maybe there's emotion involved as well, maybe you're a bit stressed, maybe a bit tired, maybe there's a lot more psychological hunger, maybe it comes on all of a sudden, maybe it's brought into the room and you're a bit caught off guard, maybe you haven't planned for this, this time of the day. So without a plan, you're having to make more decisions and use more willpower. For example, one of the things I always suggest is to have a plan around the snacks you're going to have. So you could say, today I'm going to snack on this, this and this. You have clear boundaries then. You've delegated the decisions. So this is just what I do. I snack on this and this and this and I snack on it then. That creates clear boundaries. Not that you have to be perfect to it, but it does mean that you make fewer decisions. Now, another option here. It's the one not having it in-house, but that's not always possible in today's world. You have to accept that there's, it's going to be there. So, you know, some uh, I'll give you some examples. You know, some people will say, I only have um, chocolate and wine on a Friday night when, you know, I'm, I'm sat down with my other half. So the key thing is now is she doesn't eat it when she's sat on her own. She knows she eats more then. It's almost like her thing because no one's watching. That's an example of setting a boundary, saying, right, that's just what I do now. And that's almost like a weight off the shoulder. It's like, okay, that's what I do. I'm okay with that. Because before I was just doing it because I was tired and it was just there and I'm just not really thinking about it. But now there's a clear boundary. So consider also that having it at a time when there's less willpower, just as a bit of a experiment for your brain. If no one really messes their diet up in the morning at breakfast, so no one really goes, bloody hell, I've just eaten... And that's just Easter and you eat an Easter egg for breakfast. You know, no one normally goes, oh, I've just eaten 10 biscuits for breakfast. No one really does that. 
And consider why that is. It's because we generally have higher willpower then. And you could consider having, just structure, make sure it's structured. Make sure you're like, I have this. Maybe pre-prepare it the day before, like you're going to work. Okay, like you're going to work. So you're going to work, you've prepared it. You've got the, this biscuit that normally you eat 10. And consider this, you feel no satisfied eating 10 than you did eating two or one. You just thought you would, so you kept on going. Or you thought you failed, so you kept on going. And really the failure is believing that you might as well keep on going. More on that another day. And remember that progress is progress. Consider that if someone goes from eating, you know, their, their splurge is now eating four biscuits and it used to be eight, that's still progress as well. And people forget that. They just think, oh, I failed. Look for the wins. Be careful what your brain does. It loves to look for things that perhaps you think mean failure, but actually they actually mean wins. This could be the exactly the same thing, but your brain's gone, oh, that means you failed. That voice would love to say, that means you failed. Matt, that means you failed. You, you said you weren't going to do it, but you had that. But actually, what if that what if that situation is a great opportunity to show that you've succeeded because you're getting back on it quicker? Because that's the whole point of this, right? So, I hope that helps. I've rambled on. Let me know your biggest takeaway from this. Any questions, as always, let me know. If you want more information about our Kickstart program, send me a message and I'll get you the details. Any questions on any of that as well, do let me know. Comment below if you watched or any questions that you have and have a lovely day. I better get off rambling so I don't interfere with the live Total Body Bar coming on and yoga coming on soon. Speak soon. Take care.